Once Upon a Time is right now, here on Fable City Radio, with your host, Martha Whitehouse. Tonight, on Fable City Radio, we will take a trip down a magical well for a visit with Frau Halle, a story recorded by the Grimm brothers and published in their book, Children's and Household Tales in 1812. The story, variously titled as Mother Halle, Mother Hulda, and Old Mother Frost, is based on stories of a pre-Christian pagan goddess figure who also bore the names Hala, Holda, Perchta, Berchta, Bertha, or Bertha. This figure of pagan worship in pre-Middle Ages Germanic culture slowly morphed into a German folklore figure and survived as such to this day. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy Frau Hala. Once upon a time, there lived a widow who had two daughters. One daughter was mean and lazy, and the other one was loving and industrious. The widow loved only the lazy daughter, because she looked like her, and she had given birth to her, while the other girl was a stepdaughter she never really wanted. The stepmother's favor of her lazy daughter became more and more apparent every year as she forced her kindly stepdaughter to bear the burden of all of the household work. She did the cooking and cleaning, and her stepmother was always searching for more cruel ways to burden the poor girl. The stepmother forced her to sit by a well outdoors every day and do so much spinning that her hands would bleed, and she would dip them into the well to rinse off the blood before it could stain the thread. One day, after spinning for hours with a very rough fiber, the girl's hand was bleeding profusely. As she reached into the well to rinse it, her spindle dropped out of her slippery hands and fell into the well and sank. The unhappy maiden cried bitter tears, for she knew that her stepmother's punishment for losing the precious spindle would be terrible. Finally, in desperation and forgetting that she couldn't swim, she jumped into the water to try to retrieve the spindle, and she sank to the bottom of the well. The frightened girl thought that she would die, and she lost all consciousness. But then she awoke and found herself in a beautiful meadow where the sun was shining down. What magic is this? she asked aloud as she stared in wonder at the scene. She began walking through the green meadow, and she saw an oven sitting nearby. Then she heard a voice inside the oven crying, Take me out! I'm done baking! Using the hem of her dress, the girl opened the hot oven and removed a beautiful golden loaf of bread. Looking in, she saw another loaf, then another, and another. She kept removing bread until there were many loaves all around her, and the oven was empty. Then she walked a little farther and came to an apple tree groaning under the weight of many beautiful shining red apples. The tree cried, shake me, shake me. The apples are ripe, and they must come down. The obedient girl shook the tree vigorously, and a cascade of apples fell all around her. When the tree was empty, she carefully piled all of the apples together on the ground, and she kept walking until she came to a little cottage. As the girl looked at the cottage, an old woman appeared in the front window. She appeared to be smiling, but her mouth was full of such large teeth that her appearance was frightening. So when the woman came outside to speak to the girl, the child was very afraid. Don't be afraid, dear girl. No harm will come to you here. I will take care of you, but you will have to do what work I ask of you. And every day you must straighten up my bed and you must shake the duvet and the pillows so hard that white feathers fly everywhere. 
everywhere. For that is how the world you come from gets its snow. I am Frau Halle, and you are welcome here. The grateful girl quickly felt at home in the little cottage, and every morning she got up cheerfully and did her chores, taking special care to shake out the old woman's duvet and down pillows, fluffing and shaking them until little white feathers flew everywhere. She had a good life with plenty of meat and drink and kindness from Frau Halle, but after a long time passed, she found herself very downhearted. She finally came to understand that she was homesick, so she went to talk to Frau Halle. I am very sad, and I'm afraid it is because I miss my home, said the sad girl. Life there was not easy, but it was the only home and family I've ever known. I understand, said Frau Halle. You have served me long and well, and I give you leave to return home, and I will take you there myself. But first, follow me. I have something to give you. She led the grateful girl to a large gate and told her to stand underneath its arch. The girl found herself miraculously showered in gold that magically affixed to her, but felt as if it weighed nothing at all. Then Frau Halle pulled out the spindle the girl had dropped down the well several years before, saying, This is yours, dear girl. Now take it home with you with my blessings. The gate closed on Frau Halle, and the girl found herself back in the familiar countryside around her stepmother's house, so she made her way there. Once they saw all the gold, the stepmother and her lazy daughter were happy to see the girl back home. She told them about her adventures and all that had happened to her and how she received the gift of gold from Frau Halle. The jealous stepsister wanted the same reward, so the stepmother instructed her to take some spinning out to the well and to do everything just as her sister had done. The lazy girl went to the well. She was too lazy to do any real spinning, so she thrust her hand into a thorn bush to make it bleed. Then she threw the spindle into the well and jumped in after it. She woke to find herself in the same green meadow as her stepsister. But when the bread in the oven and the apple tree begged her for help, she yelled at them to help themselves. When she got to Frau Halle's house, she saw the old woman on the porch smiling. But as she knew all about her, she was unafraid of Frau Halle's large, menacing teeth. And she told the old woman that she wanted to work for her. Frau Halle told her of her new duties, admonishing her to do a thorough job of fluffing her bedding and pillows. The lazy girl obeyed the first day and applied herself vigorously to the tasks. But by the second day, her naturally lazy nature took over. She did not do the cooking or the cleaning, and by the third day, she even refused to shake out the bedclothes. Frau Halle grew tired of her laziness and told the stepsister that she was released from her employment. The lazy girl was happy with this pronouncement, for she thought she would soon receive the same golden reward as her stepsister. Frau Halle walked her to the magical gate and said, Here's your reward, you lazy wretch. The gate rained down pitch all over the lazy stepsister, who trudged home under the weight of the thick tar. Her mother gasped when she saw her, and though they tried for years to scrub off the tar, the stepsister had to live covered with it for the rest of her life. But for the simple, loving, and industrious girl who first took her chances down the well, life was good. She made a happy household with the riches she received from Frau Halle, and she took care of her stepmother and sister in spite of their poor treatment of her. And she lived long and happily ever after. The end. I hope you enjoyed my version of Frau Halle. 
The basic structure and elements of Frau Halle are present in a lot of other folk and fairy tales. Consulting my fairy tale Bible, a book called A Guide to Folk Tales in the English Language by D.L. Ashleman, I found a trove of other tales with the same basic plot. Then I hunted them all down and read them. It's always delightful for a fairy tale aficionado like myself to find a story like Frau Halle because it leads you down a rabbit hole of so many other similar stories and it's fun to observe the differences and similarities among the stories. In the case of Frau Halle, that rabbit hole led me to a warren of over 50 stories that were of the same type, although each had delightful differences. These stories are of a type categorized by the Arne Thompson system as type 480, the unkind and kind girls, or the kind and unkind girls actually. In all of the stories, there is one kindly, industrious, obedient girl and one nasty, vicious, lazy girl or two, sometimes there's two vicious lazy girls, the girls always run into a magical creature that asks them to work or that presents an opportunity to work, which the industrious girl accepts with enthusiasm and the lazy girl rejects with disdain. The industrious girl is always rewarded with riches and the lazy girl is always humiliated and punished harshly, sometimes even to the point of death being the punishment. The magical creatures meeting out the work and the rewards or punishments vary by culture. In Russia, the creature is the Baba Yaga, a fearsome witch who lives in a house that walks around on chicken legs. In an Italian version of the story, the creature is a magical mother cat. In one French version by Charles Perrault, the creatures are fairies. In several English versions, the creatures are various versions of witches. In an African-American folktale titled Gold in the Chimney, one industrious sister bests a witch by doing good deeds for the witch's mistreated magical animals. In an African folktale from Botswana titled Selakina and the River God, the magic creature is a river goddess who may or may not be a mermaid. Charles Perrault's story on the theme titled Diamonds and Toads, or Toads and Diamonds, by Andrew Lang, who published it in his popular Blue Fairy book, features a good girl and a mean girl who both meet a fairy disguised as an old woman begging for water. The kind girl is rewarded with a gift, I, I would say the dubious gift, of diamonds and pearls falling out of her mouth every time she speaks, while the mean, lazy girl gets cursed with toads and snakes falling out of her mouth for not fetching the fairy some water. In Frau Halle, the name Halle means gracious, kind, favorable, or loyal. And this story is an interesting example of religion morphing into folklore and pagan gods and goddesses maintaining some of their godly magic while still being relegated to a lower status as the reign of pagan religious traditions were overwhelmed by Christianity. Christianity also spent some effort to associate Mother Halle with witchcraft. She was connected to magic through spinning and weaving, which is why the girl spinning thread until her fingers bled, and the spindle serving as a key by opening a gateway into the magical realm of Frau Halle is so important to the story. I always find it a little interesting that the things associated with the dark arts in the Middle Ages always seem to be women's things. Weaving, spinning, you know, whatever they're doing. Probably butter churning was seen as evil, I don't know. Even in modern times, ritual folk practices still center on Frau Halle in different countries. In the mountainous parts of Germany, Austria, and northern Switzerland, people will participate in exuberant parades wearing Halle masks, called by one of the character's other names, Hulda masks. In some parts of the ne Netherlands, it is still common for people to say, Hulda is making her bed when it snows, showing that fairy tales still have remarkable staying power. Thank you for staying with me for this fun fairy tale. We'll meet again soon in Fable City Radio.